Oh, hi, and welcome to Effin Hormones, the podcast about perimenopause and beyond. I'm Emma Goldswell, and I am back together with my gang, with Terry, Bina, and Helen, because something pretty special happened recently. And the winner is Effin Hormones. What's that you say? Effin Hormones? Winning gold in the well-being category at the British Podcast Awards. Amazing. And just in case you've been living under a rock, yes, that is only Idris and Sabrina Elba giving us the award. Thank you, guys. So we've been on a bit of a break recently, but we had to get together for this. So welcome to an Evan Hallman special to celebrate our win. A big thank you to you for getting in touch as well. But it is time to hear from the gang. And this is so weird because we're all sat around a table in person. Woo! 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 Never happened before. How no. exciting. I can reach out and touch you. Hello. <laughs> can you finger Touching off me. me? Stop poking touching Terry. You. Weirdo. <laughs> oh, it's so lovely to see you guys. And under such amazing circumstances, how are we all? Well, let's just have a little chink oh, yeah. yeah. chink. I mean, come on, I've got my no sacco here. On the tea. I'm on the tea. I'm on the alcohol. Congratulations. I, I mean, we're recording this the day after the Lionesses win. Yes. Chin chin. Let's have a little drink. Emma. God, you can't take her anywhere. This is not a wine tasting club. Do not spit that out. Oh, God. So how are we? I mean, me and Terry missed the award ceremony, so I feel like we're a bit distant from it, really, but... How do we feel after winning, Terry? Oh, I felt like I was there in person because I was getting all the messages from the yeah. girls and I was camping and it was raining. It was literally oh. chucking it down and I was cheersing everybody and we were all, all my friends were so excited that we won. And one of, one of my friends that was there, Katie, is a big listener. She Aww. loves our podcast. So she'd already got me a bottle just in case we won. Oh, wow. So she got the bottle out when we won. So it was so Aww. exciting. Yeah, it was really, really lovely. And the lads as well were all really chuffed. So, uh, yeah. I've educated a few boys on uh, menopause this weekend as well. Well done, you. <laughs> Quite right. And I was not camping, but I was at a festival, just cheating and staying in a and b But I was at Elfest and I was on the stage, so I told an entire field full of lesbians that we just <laughs> won gold. Because I was so genuinely excited. I was like, do you mind? I, like, I literally turned to the bands that I was about to introduce and go, do you mind if I just do a shameless bit of self-promotion? <laughs> They were like, no, go for it. So I told literally hundreds and hundreds of lesbians and they were all very excited. Did you record the reaction? Oh, no, I should have done, shouldn't oh, I? Yeah. Oh, actually, do you know what? Effing Hormones, just the title got a big old laugh from the letters. <laughs> <laughs> it really did. There was a knowing laugh. Yeah. Effing <laughs> oh, Hormones. Yeah. Do you know what? We should be so proud of this. I know we are, but it's such a privilege to have this, isn't it? It really is. It's a massive yeah. deal. It's a huge deal. What was it like actually being there? I mean, obviously we saw a lot on social media, but God, what was it like being there? Well, for, like? for me, I mean, I I mean, I was just there for, genuinely, it was an afternoon. It was a gorgeous afternoon. I think all award ceremonies should be done in the afternoon in a park. It was mm. such a great atmosphere. Um, it was incredible seeing all these people making amazing podcasts, uh, all sorts of subjects. And uh, so it was just great to be there. And I guess genuinely, genuinely thought, there's no way we're going <laughs> to... Win. Helen Do you remember I, I said to you yeah. when we came off the stage? I was like, "Did you think we could win? Did you think we could win?" And you were like, like "No, absolutely no. not." And I was like, <laughs> I, I, "I could, I did, I did." <laughs> I was like, "Helen believed." Like, absolutely not. Uh, for me, it was shock. I was genuinely shocked, genuinely, genuinely shocked that we won. But what a way, you know? It was. I, I feel like it was a real 
there's so many amazing podcasts that were nominated in yeah. that. Mm. Like for me, it's it's incredible. Like everyone sort of puts aside a lot of those sort of self-made ones, mm-hmm. ones that haven't got tons of money behind it mm-hmm. and big PR machines behind mm-hmm. it yeah. and are a bit like do it yourself, like we've done it. Um, who've got recognition and I think it's fantastic because there's all these people who've got some thing going on in their own lives and they've been brave enough to share it to try and help other people so actually that that for me was pretty I was quite emotional about that that was quite awe-inspiring wasn't it actually really awe-inspiring yeah yeah it's incredible it's lovely to be part of that yeah it's a weighty category to win it isn't it I mean there's a lot of heavy stuff that people are talking about in that category so yeah to win it is yeah mind-blowing what was it like for you Helen being there well, I've got to say thanks to you, Bina, because I, I was, my little speech, which I just about managed to do without crying. There's no, one bit where I sound like I'm sniffing. I think you're crying, No, I'm not. I, I wasn't actually crying. It was just a very, very wobbly voice. You were crying, mate. There were no actual tears coming out of my no, eyes. Your voice sorry. broke. You were like, anyway, um, uh, so listen, thank you for saving me. <laughs> oh, I was mortified <laughs> I when you handed me the mic. Just handed me the mic. I'm like, at all. Oh, And I was like, mate, I'm done. <laughs> oh, you did a great job. Don't give yourself hard time. You. You, you were really good. Thank and you. then Bina picked up on the whole... Women's, women's health, health. equality and, really and big I watched as I saw the video and I saw Sabrina Elba like really cheering that on and yeah, I was so Sabrina. I was so chuffed yeah. yeah to be totally honest I don't even remember I don't remember being on the stage it was just all such a big like what what the yeah. hell just happened I know all I had in my head was white noise yeah so you hadn't planned a speech then in case you won no because oh. I really didn't think <laughs> I well I said to Helen I was like I've no idea what I'm saying you're gonna have to do the talking if anything that comes of it and then when they did the bronze and then they did this. I was like, oh, that was nice. I was sort of looked at her and I was like, oh, that's, you know, it was nice to be here kind of thing. <laughs> and, then, and, then he, and then and then obviously I'm just fixated with Idris and Sabrina Elba being on stage because I'm like, oh, my God, Idris Elba. Honestly, when they came on stage, it was like, <gasps> the, it was just the only time you've ever been given the Elba and you were happy oh, about it. Oh, <laughs> oh, here she is. Here's dad. Oh, here she is. Love you, Terry. Can we have a moment for those photos afterwards and how you two looked even more midget than you actually are? I know, it's so funny. I mean, they felt like such a hobbit. They were a foot taller than us. At least, at least. And they sort of. They were definitely, weren't they? I mean, it was such a hot day, wasn't it? Like, I was like hot and sweaty. And they just came out all pristine. I know, they looked beautiful. They looked beautiful. And what was lovely was they were so warm yeah. and so kind and asked us questions about it all. Yeah, they right. did. Yeah. Like they were really, they were like, you know, properly interested. And it just, and we were going off and Idris was going, great speech, great speech. Yeah. I was yeah. like, thanks, 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 and don't worry, we weren't remotely offended that you didn't mention us. In oh, oh mate. No, we weren't. I was just I'm like, so oh, so. High five, Emma. Such a. Honestly. Sorry. Honestly, yeah, girls. She was so upset afterwards. I was really and I was like, upset. I'll be all right. No, honestly, like, we were really mortified. I was like, oh, my God. Because it, because it, well, this is why you need, this is this why one, you should prepare yeah. stuff. There's no I in team, girls. <laughs> I know. I know. <laughs> Listen, just so you don't know, you lot listening, we didn't actually name check. Emma and Terry in our speeches. I felt terrible about it afterwards. No, it was fine. It was That's fine. fine. The hosts right. did. They remembered us. Alice so and John. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. That's all yeah. right. Well, at least he didn't break down into a Gwyneth Paltrow and thank God or See, anything like that. that's why I was so worried about my bloody wobbly voice. I was like, yeah. don't do a Gwyneth for God's sake. <laughs> anyway. You're a far cry from a Gwyneth. Yeah, Helen. I know. <laughs> Can you imagine? <laughs> Stop it. Is it gloop? Goop. Oh, don't, no, don't, don't, no. don't give them a more no. <laughs> media Just, attention. No, no. 
Well, before we move on, we need to say a big thank you, don't we, to everybody who's been in touch over our win and all our new listeners. We really appreciate it because we've had over 4,000 listens since what? last week. Since last weekend. Yeah. Ooh, wow. wow. Yeah. So that's I incredible. Know. Is that the same person? <laughs> Keeps listening on repeat. Really likes our voices. No, maybe it's an Idris fan. <laughs> I mean, we, we've had some lovely messages before, haven't we? Like it, where we yeah. were sort of, we don't even know if anyone's listening or we don't know if this is, we know we're getting something from it. We're all on our own journey kind mm-hmm. of thing. And uh, we found solace in doing this. But it's been incredible just to see how actually it is helping people. Like it, it is it's helping really, people. Yeah, it's and so when, it's so incredible to know that it's doing something. Th- and, and when those people take the time to get in touch with us to say thanks very much, like that means so much. It means the it? world. It means, it means everything. World. Thank you. Thank you. Thank and it's nice you. to win an award. But actually, if I'm t- that is the main totally thing. Honest, it is that's the main thing. Yes, yeah. no, you're right. I mean, I, I genuinely say it, and I said this in the last series that this podcast changed my life because it made me understand HRT and it totally transformed my life. But the fact that we may have done that for other people is just mind blowing, it is isn't it? It's just just yeah. fantastic that even if we just help one person yeah. understand their body more and understand what they're going through, it's just that's all the thanks we need, isn't it? Really? That's how I see it too. Because yeah. there've been moments where I've been like, "Oh God, am I really doing this?" and cringe, 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 because it's yeah. it's personal, it's embarrassing, yeah. and it's yeah. something that you you share with your friends, and then you realise, "Oh God, people are actually listening to this, and I don't know them, and it's a bit." Yeah. But then when you hear that actually you are making a difference, and it might be helping people's lives you know that you're doing the right thing. And if, even if it is just one woman that gets helped by this, I know I'm, you know, I'm glad to be doing that. So I will right. say it is slightly mortifying knowing that my colleagues at work know yeah. about my bodily functions. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, it's my partner's colleague said to her, oh, I was Terry the one with vaginal dryness. So, uh, yeah. you know. I'm, Straight I'm, in there, Terry. Yeah. No, I know, but it's not even me. It's coming from yeah. people I don't know. Oh, so man alive. I Brilliant. Out, no, I well, just disgusted. There's probably thousands of people across the country who think that I really have got really bad BO, thanks to Listen, you, Terry. Literally, so you just sat it. down and went, I wonder I really if smell. I might smell. <laughs> That's mainly because I cycled here. I don't think I've generally got a problem. But thank you. <laughs> I can't smell you. It's all good. <laughs> so, no, a massive thank you. But the other point, the other reason that we're getting together and doing this extra episode is because we're going to have a catch up about series three. It's coming, isn't it? This is happening. It's coming. We've been talking about it, haven't we? Yeah, we've yeah. all got we've got plans. But I just wanted to say to you guys that because um, we do do this on top of our day jobs, we've decided we're going to release episodes monthly. Mm-hmm. Just to take away a bit of the stress. Because like let's a- face it, who needs stress when you're perimenopausal? Like a monthly cycle. Like a monthly oh, cycle. Oh, I've forgotten them. It's been so bloody long. <laughs> yeah. What are they like? Yeah, that's it, basically. Just watch and see. Autumn time. We've got plans. We've got big plans. Also, we need to do a big thank you to people who have put their hands in their pocket because we, we also really launched do. a GoFundMe at the end of last season because we're basically funding this out of our own pocket. We're, you know, we've all got busy day jobs, but we are just doing this. We're funding it ourselves, really. So we need to give an effing award to... Drum roll. <laughs> Laura, Janet... Ilona, Alison, Lindsay, Helen, Karen, Rachel, and Terry. Yay! That, that's actually, that's actually Terry. me. Yeah. Terry started off the GoFundMe. <laughs> oh, well done. Quid. Thanks, mate. Thank you, Terry. Cheers. That's very kind yeah. of you. Yeah. I think we've had a couple more since then, actually. So yeah. thank you to the, the stragglers and keep it coming. Yeah, it's on our effinghormones.com um, website on that front page, be an effing star. Click on there and it'll take you to the right place. Yeah, click on the star. Oh, on the star. Yeah. Because you are a star. Yeah. And of course, there's some other very important people that we really must thank. And that's all our incredible guests and contributors to series one and two. Thank you so much, guys. Yes. So, totes in a props. Oh, 
Thanks, totes. Uh, Sue Devaney, who you know and love from Corrie. Heather Jackson and Sam Simister from Gen M, who are doing great work with brands. Colette Walsh, Karen Arthur, who inspired us so much. Marnie Riches, who was so rude. <laughs> so funny. Bill so striking, plotting pube person. Yes, that's right. That. Carmel Cardona, thank you so much for talking to us about your resilience training. That was amazing. Jen Brooks, I had absolutely no idea about syncing your cycle, like syncing your exercise around your cycle. That was fantastic. Kate Muir. Granny produced- Orcas. Granny Orcas. She told us about oh. Granny Orcas. They also have menopause. Tanya Glide, who talked to us about queer menopause and Hendrix. Thank you, guys. We really, really appreciate it. Couldn't have done it without you. Honestly, you taught us so much. Just wanted to say thanks so much for being so incredibly frank about things and open about things. You really inspired us on that score too. Cheers, guys. Round of applause. Yay! Thank you. Okay, so last time we were all together, which seems like a thousand years ago in my life, um, I had some big news because I was about to become a mum at the age of 50 for the first time. I think during that episode I was madly washing lots of baby clothes, you wasn't were, I? You were, yeah. God, I'm trying to get my head around the fact that I was going to be a mum. And I, I do remember looking at all those clothes thinking, one day, hopefully, there might be a child inside those clothes. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and now there really is, and she's oh, over four months old. Woo. She can't quite fit the clothes yet, though, can she? <laughs> she's very little. Aww. Well, she was a month premature. She was supposed to come in April, and she came in March um, via C-section. Then she was very poorly. We were rushed to Alderhay Hospital, two open-heart surgeries, aged three weeks old, intensive care for 11 days. We lived in Alderhay Hospital. I lived in Rodham MacDonald House for five weeks. So it wasn't the start that we'd hoped or planned, really, but um, everyone concerned with her care were just incredible. And we finally left the hospital, and it's just been a, pretty much a joy ever since. And oh, I don't amazing. even mind the fact that I haven't had much sleep because I'm up in the night doing nappies or feeding her. It's all just a joy. I really have got nothing to complain about. I absolutely adore her. So you fell in love then, didn't you? I totally fell in love. And that was one of my worries, I thought. I, I went to this NCT group and I suddenly clicked on about the last class. I'm the only parent there that is not genetically connected to my child. And it is a worry, isn't it? You think, am I going to love this child? Well, I think it's my child. And I absolutely 100% do. And I can literally spend hours just staring at her and just loving her. And those eyelashes, where did you get them from? The eyelashes are to die for, man. They are, honestly, all the scale nurses were just like, oh, bloody hell, look at them lashes. <laughs> <laughs> I pay good money for them. Are they, uh, <laughs> she's a little stunner. She really is. So, oh, yeah, just feeling... after a mum. No, yeah, thanks. Yeah. Well, Siobhan, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. Life's... So, last time as well, we talked about, you know, because you were sort of grappling with, like, being 50 and being a mum. Mm. We ironed that out, didn't we? Yeah, and I actually do think that it's... I think it was the right time in my life to be a mum a bit older on. I wasn't ready in my 20s, 30s, or even 40s. Mm-hmm. I was far too irresponsible, far too interested in partying. And just didn't have my head screwed on properly. But I think everything that's happened over COVID and losing Abigail, I think I've had to do a lot of growing up. I've had to do a lot of thinking. I've had to, not had to settle down, but I've wanted to settle down. And I love nothing more than just staying at home with my beautiful Aww. little family. Oh, and it's so just, lovely. I just feel very lucky and very blessed, really. So happy for you. Yeah. And she's I, taken your sister's name, Abigail, hasn't she? A middle name. Yes, she is Neve. Abigail, Frida Goswell. Oh, Frida, I like that. I yes. didn't yes. know about the Frida. Well, she's named after Frida Carlo. Is she? Yeah, well, she needed an extra middle name because otherwise she was going to be Neve Abigail Goswell, which would spell nag, so I wasn't having <laughs> <laughs> So 
now she's naf- nafga. Yes, now she's nafga. Well, I had a slightly odd moment. Well, we didn't have a name for her. So when she was born, she was down as Baby O'Neill because she didn't have a name. Oh, yeah, because it's always the mum's so name, isn't it? We yeah. Had, yeah, so we had a short list. And literally, Siobhan is still being sewn up and turns to me and says, you've got to choose her name now. So I'm holding it. I was like, what, now? And because I was feeling a bit emotional and a bit weird... I was like, can we call a tiger fish? <laughs> what? <laughs> tiger, tiger fish? Tiger fish. Because the first thing I said to her was, hello, tiger. She just had an air of being a tiger. And it's the year of the tiger. Yeah. And she's a Pisces, so fish. I thought, that's quite a good name, isn't yeah, it? I tiger like fish. But it's a bit too... Siobhan was not up for that. She was like, are you fucking mad? So, <laughs> so Siobhan's the one completely out of it on drugs and you're the one coming yeah. up with tiger fish. <laughs> yeah, tiger fish. But then I know I literally looked at her and I went, because we had a shortlist of about three or four Irish names and I just looked at her and went, you're a Neve. Lovely. Oh. It's yeah, a lovely name. It's a lovely yeah. Irish name. Yeah, yeah. But Frida is after Frida Kahlo. Brilliant. Just because. What? She's caught a Mexican. The father's ah. half Mexican. So she has got Mexican roots. Well, I keep saying father, but he's not the father. He is the sperm donor. The sperm donor is half Mexican, so yeah. And also, I'm a massive fan of Frida Kahlo. I've got Frida Kahlo artwork all around my flat, so yeah. it made sense. There are a lot of Irish women called Frida as well, so it yeah. goes back to the Irish yeah. as well. So there you oh, go. Brilliant. Neve Abigail Frida is uh, doing very well. Gorgeous girl. And I've had a cuddle. You've had a cuddle. I've had a, cu- I've had a few I, I can confirm she is one of the most beautiful babies I've ever seen. Oh, yeah. absolutely Ditto. gorgeous. Thanks. No thanks to me. Yeah. But, but do you know what was interesting? We had an NCT class meetup um, when all the babies were about three months old and they were all a lot younger she was born first but she was like by far the smallest but anyway by the by then we all to sit around in a group and talk about what we'd learned about motherhood or parenthood since the birth of our child and I said and it just literally came out my mouth I went to be honest what I've learned is that going through menopause is much fucking harder than becoming a mother it just <laughs> wow. is that's just interesting is. that is wow. interesting that's that's cool. that's that's expand something. on that then because I probably had less sleep when I was going through the menopause really? and I was waking up every hour or two. I woke up every two hours for 10 years. That wow. does a lot to your sleep. My emotions are all over the place. So I think I have more sleep now I've sorted out my menopause symptoms than I... Yeah, I have more sleep now I've sorted out my menopause symptoms than I ever did before. Yeah. And I've got a new baby. You'll have to ask Siobhan when she finally gets to the stage where she's going through this because mm. those first six weeks after you've given birth are pretty... <laughs> They're a bit, oh, man, alive. <laughs> but I wasn't recovering from a cesarean. Yeah, so, exactly, you know, exactly. I was just sort of... But, but that is really interesting. But she's a very good sleeper, Ems, from what you've told we me. Are, she's a good we sleeper. We are lucky. She often will do seven yeah. or eight hours. She will. I mean, that's incredible. Wow. So we're lucky. That's absolutely incredible. Yeah. Well, sometimes, she's brilliant company. Sometimes I wake up and I'm awake in the middle of the night and then I'll hear her, like, rustling or asking for milk. So I'll be like, brilliant, I've got someone to talk to. If I've got insomnia, I won't be up because of a hot flush. I might just be up for insomnia and I'll go, oh, brilliant I've got someone to cuddle and talk to <laughs> so how, how how are the hormones now because you were on HRT yeah. you've been on HRT for quite a while now haven't you yeah so I think what might have changed since we last spoke is that I am not on the private HRT oh, yeah. oh good you're not having to pay anymore no I'm getting it we're well, not free off the NHS what is it nearly £10 for a prescription isn't it but it's a lot cheaper than £120 a bottle let Woo! me tell you is that what you so, were paying yeah but wow. I had, so it's very different so I used to have it all in one tube and I just put it on my skin. So now I have estrogen in a gel I put on my skin. I have testosterone as a uh, which are estrogen every day, testosterone every other day, and progesterone uh, every day. Is it eutrogestin? Eutrogestin every day, yeah. Estrogen twice a day. So, yeah. And did you have any problems getting the testosterone? No. Oh, there you go. No. 
Although my testosterone is apparently through the roof, so I've had to knock that on the head a bit and take it more. But they're very good, the NHS. They have actually checked up on me and they have actually done a recent blood test and gone, your testosterone is far too high, so I need to take more estrogen and less testosterone. Did they look at your beard and say, <laughs> you have, you're on a bit too much testosterone, Emma? It was my moustache, actually. Was it? Yeah. Mustachio. Oh, God. No word of a lie. I swear to God, the other week I was like looking in the mirror going, Am I growing a moustache? Have I started to grow a moustache? But no, I don't think I have. I, I don't think that actually has anything to do with it. I don't know. Yeah, we'll yeah, to, yeah, 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 totally. Right. Bodily hair. Yeah. Polycyst, yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, well, that'll explain it then, because I've had a load of tests done, and I'm actually you na- then? naturally high in testosterone. Yeah. And I, I, I'm, I veer towards the hairy. <laughs> you do a bit. Yeah. I don't know why I'm laughing. That's, yeah. We should talk about that sometime, you know. It's a massive taboo. T- massive taboo. Right. Drop that down. Put Jot it in it your down. notes. Another taboo. Three. Another taboo to be busted. There we should go. ask Boots to sponsor us because they've got lots of products for ladies' hair. <laughs> <laughs> or nair. <laughs> no hair. Yeah, nair. Oh. oh, I don't use that. I've got a little razor. What, like a little microblade? A tiny one. A little one. Yeah, for mustachio. Oh, really? Oh. Mm. Save it for the episode. What I was going to say, we're just busting the hair, <laughs> facial, the hair facial, taboo now. Facial hair episode. Yeah, maybe we should. Yeah. Get the wiry ones. Yeah. Maybe we should. Maybe we should. Do we Screw need to talk the taboo. Effing hormones. Making it okay to talk about. By talking about it. As this is our summer special, we are not doing our usual features because, to be honest, we just fancy a bit of a catch-up. Hope that's okay. Uh, But so much has happened since our last episode, I thought it'd be a good idea to introduce you to Tropical to Topical. I'm doing news. Okay, good. Yeah, good. Because this is where you get an update on what's been going on in the world of perimenopause and menopause. So, Helen, what has happened since our last episode? So much, so much. But I did want to just talk about the women's health strategy for England. I don't know if you saw this. There was a consultation. Uh, they, they were asking for people to um, give their experiences and thoughts on women's health. A hundred thousand women responded so they came back with some data from that i was one of them well done teza you were very yeah, good at I was promoting that I well did. done yeah. well done can i just ask so is it just england it's nhs england I think. nhs england, england. england. Government. Yeah. yeah women's health government strategy UK. for england yeah okay so it's all about tackling the gender health gap Mm-hmm. So good to know that that's actually been acknowledged mm, and recognised. Finally. So there's lots in the strategy, but, and on a lot more than menopause, by the way, because this is women's health generally, but the UK Menopause Task Force has been set up and that's going to look at improving healthcare support for women, raising awareness in the general population and amongst healthcare professionals. Good. Looking at where extra research is needed to improve gaps in knowledge. And uh, someone called Madeleine McTurnan has been appointed to improve the HRT supply chain because there's been a massive problem accessing HRT in some areas, hasn't there? And Madeleine was the Director General of the COVID-19 Vaccine Task Force. So oh, I, well. think, I think we can all agree that was one thing that was rolled Did out pretty, pretty well. Pretty yeah. well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so also, both boys and girls are going to be taught about menopause in schools and they're not going to be separated for those lessons. Quite Do you remember right. that? Oh, God. Do you remember that when yeah. we got separated? It yeah, was ridiculous, yeah. really, wasn't it? I was at a convent school, so there were no boys. Yeah. Mind you, when we did have the joint classes, there'd be lots of like... <laughs> I mean, the, I, I remember yeah. condoms and bananas. Bananas, though. I know. 
It was, but that it was, was fun. I know, and then, I, know. You know, I remember like being in middle school and the Tampax lady came and all the girls were Oh, like, really? Yeah. Oh, we didn't have that. The Tampax lady came and we had was a Was that talk. her name, the Tampax lady? I think she was actually Hi, from the Tampax lady. lady. She, she might have been a nurse, but we just called her the Tampax lady. Oh, brilliant. And obviously the girls were taken off to learn all about Separate. period separately. Yeah. God. And we all got handed... That's when tampons were like massive and sandwich pads were like nappy. Bricks. Massive, were like bricks, they? Bricks, they? Yeah. I mean, this was like late eighties, early nineties. Yeah, 90s. it was. Yeah, I'd forgotten about that. Anyway, a bit more. It's like having a bloody duvet in your knickers. Can I, isn't it? <laughs> Can I just jump on one thing? Like, you're talking. I know we're sort of going like through that. this, but one thing that blew my mind actually made me swear and nearly throw my phone across the room when I read it. It's that whole thing about and now newly qualifying doctors will have to learn about. Women's, women's health. Women's health. I know. Women's health. I was like, are you fucking kidding? Are you actually kidding? Why? Do they not already? Like, why did... I mean, we know because we've had various experiences of it, but it, it astounds me that it's now a thing. And then they're out there going, isn't this a great thing? I'm like, it's nothing to be proud of that you're now going, oh, we're going to teach people about women now. I mean... We obviously completed it, the, the survey, but did yeah. you read some of the testimonies of the women and their experiences in gynaecology and not just in uh, menopause, but the whole shebang, shebang of what they've yeah. experienced? Mm. It actually made me, I was so angry, I was the same. I wouldn't throw my phone because it's expensive. Have I you seen the state of my phone? Look well, how yeah. battered it is. I've dropped it a few times. <laughs> You've been angry <laughs> recently. It made me, it made me so angry. Yeah, for effing hormones. <laughs> it made me so angry from things like, you know, women being like full of arthritic symptoms being told that they've got, you know, all sorts of problems with them and being sent for all sorts of scans when actually they just needed some hormones and, mm. and they needed oh, mm. and, and the, the way women were dismissed, if you just read that report, it's available on the .gov.uk website, but but the testimonies from women is just is so strong and so compelling mm. and it's... I'm so pleased that they have a women's health strategy, but they could not after reading those reports from women. Yeah. Wow. I don't know, because I mean, I'm glad there's finally acknowledgement going on. I can't imagine women haven't been trying to hear the, have their voices heard for decades. But it just spurs just you on, dismissed. though, you know, like, I mean, we need to carry progress. on. It's great. Everyone needs to carry it's on with all the campaigning and everything, don't they? Like, I know. It should be a matter of shame. I mean, personally, it's shameful. Yeah. It's absolutely shameful. When we but started, it's all a step in the right direction. When we first started doing effing hormones, did you ever imagine that it was actually this bad? No, no. me neither. No. no, I'm astounded as to how bad yeah. it is. And actually, when you kind of go in, oh look, we're doing this new thing now. You're going, what? Are you kidding? Yeah. So, well, I understand. I had two joking? female doctors who both tried to palm me off with antidepressants and didn't fully understand menopausal um, symptoms, and that's two female doctors who mm. are not aware. I've, I've recently had a um, consultation with a gynaecologist because of various problems I've been having, and she told me, "Oh, by the way, you're at risk of pregnancy." And I said, "Well, I won't be at risk of pregnancy because I've been married to my partner, same-sex relationship for over twelve years, and I've been in, the, uh, you know, I've been with her for over twenty years," and then she told me again, oh, but you're still at risk of pregnancy and you're at risk of um, STIs. And I said, well, I'm not at risk of STIs because I'm not sleeping around. But I wondered whether she would say the same thing to a, a heterosexual woman who went Probably. in and said her husband was um, aware of the issues that she was having. But it was just, it, 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 there were lots of women who's, who spoke to or said they had similar issues when accessing menopause it's just the, the whole dismissal of you as mm. a person and the dismissal of you that dismissal you generally have a different type of life yes. or you have a different lifestyle that doesn't fit what they know yes. to be treated you but know, women's you pain has been dismissed be yeah, also exactly, for years hasn't exactly. it but yeah but just being a woman going for the menopause shouldn't be so unusual should no. it really no it shouldn't be so different no, no. no. we've got to keep on keeping on mm-hmm 
Should we get back to the strategy? Because there's a couple of extra bits. Go for it. That are kind of menopause related. So encouraging workplace support. This is part of the strategy. And I found that interesting because that was um, the focus of the last documentary from Davina McCall. Well, also the great work that Jen Emma doing as well. Absolutely. You know? Yeah, they're doing great work with brands mm. and, and they did um, some fantastic research with some really startling stats, mm. didn't they? Anyway, let me give you some facts and figures from this because I found this really interesting. In that documentary, you learned that one in 10 women quit their jobs due to the menopause. So that's... Uh, that equates to 333,000 women aged 45 to 55 in the workplace leaving their jobs. And wow. that should be peak of your career that time, right? Yeah. So that comes from um, data compiled for that documentary. It was also analysed by the Fawcett Society, which is an organisation that fights for gender equality and women's rights. There was a, another interesting stat from this that I just wanted to let you guys know about because um, it ties in with something we talked to Karen Arthur about in series one, which was about black and minoritized women and the amount of time it takes for GPs to actually recognize that it's menopausal symptoms that they're experiencing. So um, a far greater, well, 45% of black women said it took longer for the GPs to recognize that it was menopausal symptoms rather than for white women. So it's 30% of white women said it, it seemed to take ages. And that was something that was borne out by what mm. Karen was saying, wasn't mm. it? Mm. And uh, so, yeah, I mean, if you want to find out more about that, do listen to Karen's episode. It's awesome anyway, because she's absolutely amazing. And Karen's she's, own podcast. As well. Exactly, yeah. yeah. So, so it's, it's more uh, called Menopause Whilst Black. And Karen actually carried out her own research into this as well. So do check that out. I think it was episode six, series one. It's the finale of series one. And it's called This Is Why I Speak About Menopause. Well, that's it for this very special episode of Effing Hormones. We will be back after the summer holidays. Remember, we do do all of this from home and we don't get paid. In fact, we pay for it all ourselves. So if you could be an effing star and bung us a few quid, it would be amazing. Just head to effinghormones.com and you will see our Be an Effing Star button on the front page. And you can pay whatever you want. So you can buy us on a coffee or a beer, apart from Helen, because she can't have anything fun. Apart from peppermint <laughs> tea, apparently. Or no secco, no which is quaffing now. Got, guess what I've got in my bag? What? I've got a CBD drink. Right. Yeah. Mm. CBD get, drink. Will you get high on that? Don't know. Let's find out. <laughs> <laughs> I can't share this episode with my mum because she'll think you're a druggie. <laughs> They're legal. It's They're legal. legal. Just buy it in the I bought it, shop. I bought it off an online Cannabis. retailer. Well, Helen wouldn't be doing it if it was illegal. Have you seen alcoholic water? What? what? Yeah. What? Alcoholic yeah. water? Yeah. Shut up. It's like... The angel shirt. I don't know. Someone gave me a can. Like my friend gave me a can. Sounds gross. No, it was actually. I mean, a bit pointless, but but interesting. Anyway, fabulous or not. Um, Also, don't forget to rate, review, and follow Effing Hormones, because that way even more people will get to find us. Thank you so much for listening. It's been a joy to record with my three besties in person. That's it for this time. We love you. Bye. 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 That's countdown, not news.